Welcome to my podcast, Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm Renee Beery, an interior designer with a passion for managing construction projects, large and small. My mission is to empower women, both homeowners and interior designers, to manage renovation projects like a pro. My goal in sharing my knowledge and experience from working in the field for the past 29 years will allow you to avoid the mistakes I have seen and go into projects confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your projects will be as smooth and as successful as possible. During my one-on-one conversations with designers that have been going on for months now, a common topic keeps coming up, and that is how to get more renovation management work because they really enjoy it, are starting to excel at it, but are struggling with getting more projects lined up. So today, we're going to talk all about how to market yourself specifically for renovation management work. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Now, before I dive into this very important topic of marketing yourself, I want to announce that I'm offering, again, 20-minute free calls one-on-one with me if you will rate and review this podcast. If you're just joining the podcast now, welcome. So you know, a couple of months ago, I made this offer because I know that rates and reviews will get this podcast seen by more designers. And the goal is to help as many designers as I can reach. And I didn't know what would happen. I just made the offer. It sounded like fun. I love talking to designers one-on-one. And before I knew it, I was getting more and more emails saying, I want your advice. These phone calls were so rewarding for me. I know the designers got a lot out of it as well. But I have to say they were incredibly rewarding for me. It's so great to hear what different designers are doing, how they're you know, striking out in the world of renovation management, how they've been doing it for years, but really want to get serious about it and, and everything in between. We talked about decorating projects and frankly, nothing is off the table. So I wanted to do it again because I thoroughly enjoyed it. And yes, the rates and reviews have promoted this podcast so other designers can see it. So I see it as a win-win. So if you want to take advantage of this offer, you just need to rate and review the podcast, take a screenshot of it, and email it to me. And I will send you a link to get into my calendar for a free call. It's really that simple. Now, the only thing you have to keep in mind is you can't rate and review it directly on my website. And I know that was confusing in the past. And frankly, I'm not that tech savvy. I know I've admitted to that in the past. And it's true. Go to the actual podcast itself where it lists all the different episodes. Scroll down and it should give you an opportunity to rate and review it. Now, again, if someone gets confused and can't figure it out, email me. I have very tech-savvy people on my team that can help you if I'm not able to answer the questions. So I really look forward to setting up even more calls in the coming weeks with you all to hear what's going on in your life, any problems you have, any wins you want to share. It's really a wonderful opportunity to talk to designers who are listening to this show. So today's topic comes from these phone calls and why I think they're so relevant because obviously More people than not are struggling with this since it was a common thread with dozens of phone calls from designers, all looking for ideas on how to market themselves specifically for this niche inside our industry. 
And so here's the thing. The reality is no one will think of you for renovation management. Now, I know that sounds harsh and many of you are going, oh, that can't be. But in truth, that is our reality. Anytime you tell someone I'm an interior designer, they immediately think soft goods, right? Furnishings, fabrics, accessories, rugs, pretty rooms, things like that. And and they should because our industry has not educated people that we are able to manage renovation projects. Now, I've talked to people who come out of design school and they say, I was never taught any of this in design school. I just don't even know where to start. And yes, that is true. While I have shared in the past that I was taught some of this in design school, what I really mean is I was taught how to do CAD, how to do mechanical drawings, and that spurred something in me to want to explore it more. So frankly, my quote lessons, my quote education came from working with designers who were doing renovation management in their firms. Now, I'll be honest, it never occurred to me to ask them where they learned. And I believe most, if not all, but one of the women I work for went to design school. But I don't think they were trained there either. I think it is just something that some designers are called to do and they learn as they go. So the whole purpose of this podcast, as I've said a million times, is to fill in those gaps, to share the knowledge and experience that I've had, just like the women I work for shared with me. And the beauty of podcasts is I don't have to be with you physically, although that would be fun too, to show you the ropes, right? So here's the thing. You just have to accept the fact that industry partners, that your friends, that your acquaintances, that your clients who hire you for decorating may never understand that they could also lean on you for renovation management. And it is up to you to educate them differently. Now, I know that sounds daunting, and trust me, there are months where I go, oh my God, if I have to explain one more time that I am fully capable, talented, and an expert at doing this, I am going to scream. But until the industry catches up, until the rest of the country catches up, and even, frankly, the HGTV shows haven't really pushed people over into that understanding, frankly, it would be the one benefit those shows could do for us, but it is up to us to explain what we do. And you know I don't speak about things that I haven't experienced. So today, I'm going to share what I have done to create a very successful, ongoing, constantly filled pipeline with renovation management projects. Okay, so the first thing seems obvious, but even I didn't really do it in the beginning, and that is talk about what you do. Now, if you listened to a few episodes back, I talked about that. I said, you know, when someone at a party would say, what do you do for a living? I'd say, I'm an interior designer. And that was all I would say. And of course, they were forming their own stereotypical ideas of what that meant. And they were probably picturing sofas and curtains and what have you. And it wasn't until I added very important words to the end of that statement and said, I'm an interior designer. I specialize in renovation management. That's when the conversations took a massive turn in the direction I wanted them to be. It was, what does that mean? I didn't know interior designers did that. How did you get into that? And now, was that one person going to hire me in that moment? Not likely, but they were going to be educated that this is something that an interior designer can do, and frankly, that most interior designers are doing right now. 
So that is something you can do. You can just start talking about it in your everyday, anytime someone asks you about what you do for a living. Now, feel free to say, I I do decorating projects, I do renovation projects, I do ground up construction, you know, whatever it is that's in your purview, talk about it, right? It not only does it make it more fun to talk about what you do, but it educates the people that are hearing it. And that word will spread. Now, the other thing is to talk to your clients. And again, I've talked about this in the past. If you're decorating for a client, they may not realize that that bathroom project they want to take on next year is something that you could do. I heard that just last week. And again, I will admit, there's no way you can reach everybody, quote, in time. This woman reached out to me. She and I know each other somewhat socially for years, but I don't see her regularly. And she emailed me and she said, oh my God, I just heard that you could have helped me with the renovation I did last year. Meanwhile, I was waiting to call you for the decorating needs that these new spaces would require. Okay. So for a minute, I thought, ah, damn, I missed one. But the reality is, there's no way I would have known about that, right? So this is the problem that we have and something that we can overcome. So once you start talking about it, tell them to tell others. So when your client talks to you about a a bathroom renovation and you're feeling confident in your skills managing that project, then tell them, right? That client already knows, likes, and trusts you. Lean on that and say, hey, This is what I could offer you. Now, they may say, I actually had already reached out to a construction company and they have in-house or what have you, but educate them on the possibilities of staying with you, continuing that project from the decorating, moving into the renovation management. Now, for those of you with renovation management projects currently going on, talk to the client. Tell them to share with their friends, right? That is your best form of marketing. They are going to tell their friends what a great experience they had using you to run the project. You can even give them a few bullet points. Say, hey, I would appreciate it if you would tell your friends and your colleagues and your neighbors and anyone in your world that I do this work. And if they say, oh, sure, yeah, I'll mention it, I'd be like, you know, I really appreciate it. My industry hasn't done a good enough job defining designers' roles in this area. And I am looking to do more work. I really enjoy it. You know, pick out a few components of the specific project to highlight and say, you know, okay, we renovated your master bathroom and I'm doing those as well as kitchens. And she'd say, oh, I didn't know you did kitchens. You, This is how, unfortunately, one person at a time you can build your marketing plan. And then the next almost more important component to your marketing are with industry partners. Now, who do I define as industry partners, right? I mention industry partners all the time, right? Industry partners to me are anyone in the surrounding industry that can bring new work, right? That could be architects, that could be any of the trades, the plumbers, electricians, you know, they all have their own projects, could be the contractors, both small and large companies, but it also can be realtors. Think about it. Realtor, every single client that a realtor has is a potential client for you, whether that's for decorating or renovation. And I know I've spoken about this in the past, but it is a very important piece to your marketing puzzle because while you may talk to homeowners, you may talk to your friends or colleagues at work, that may not total a whole lot of people. And they may not know people that are, A, can afford an interior designer or taking on a renovation project or, you know, all those other components. But 
an industry partner does this every day. So the more industry partners you can get in front of, the bigger reach your marketing will have. But again, you have to assume that no industry partner, unless you've worked with them in the past, will see you as someone that can manage a renovation project. That's just a reality. Architects don't see it. Contractors don't see it. Realtors, in my experience, definitely don't see it. So take that opportunity to educate them on what you can do. So I was speaking with a designer down in Georgia, and she was trying to get more renovation work. And she said, well, there is this realtor, Brenda, and she gives me a lot of decorating projects. She said, but I, but I don't have anyone that I can reach out to for renovation work. And then I stopped her and I said, well, why not Brenda? She said, well, no, she already refers me for the decorating work. And I said, yeah, exactly. Brenda already respects and admires your work and you. Then you need to educate her as to what else you can do. I said, have you ever done a renovation project for any of her clients? And she's like, well, no, she refers me for decorating. And I said, well, then let's not assume Brenda is choosing not to refer you for renovation work. Let's assume that Brenda doesn't know you do that. And this woman just, it was a light bulb moment. This designer was like, well, that's a really good point. So I understand firsthand that as a designer working in a small firm or on your own, you are so busy doing the work and trying to get the next job that you don't take a step back, look at the people you already have and educate them to where you want to be. So, of course, this designer is going to reach out to Brenda and take her to coffee or even just have a conversation on the phone if she's too busy for coffee and say, hey, I want to tell you what I've been doing the last year or two. I mean, hell, with COVID, I haven't seen or talked to a lot of my industry partners. It is the perfect opportunity to start fresh and say, this is what I've been up to. This is what I'm moving forward with. Let me tell you you more details about it or show you photos, befores and afters, tell you about the scope of work and the budget I managed and then the size of the teams or whatever the case may be. I can guarantee you that Brenda is going to be stunned when she hears from this designer. And I can almost guarantee you that Brenda will have some referrals for this designer going forward with specific renovation management needs. Because let's face it, people buy a home, they typically want to gut at least one bathroom, typically more than one bathroom, and likely the kitchen, if not immediately, within the year or two. So that is an absolute no-brainer. This designer is like, oh my gosh, I'm almost embarrassed. I never even thought to talk to her about it. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. Again, let me say, we are so busy in the day-to-day. It is very hard to take that step back, get the 30,000-foot view, and say, oh my gosh, wait, I used to work with this guy. I'm going to reach out to him and talk to him about what I'm doing. Now, the other thing and the last point I want to make is something that I admit I had to work on for a while before I became comfortable doing this. I used to wait until the phone rang, right? I used to wait, whether that was from a client referral or an industry partner referral or, you know, word of mouth referral for someone to call. Well, that is a reactive position. So basically I was waiting for luck, right? That's really the reality. And as we all know, luck isn't something you should bank on. And in many cases, luck runs out. 
So the more proactive you can be with these industry partners, the more reaction they can have and refer people accordingly. So the piece that I really had to work on, and I, I promise you, I still kind of you know take a deep breath before I make the call or send an email, and that is to proactively reach out to the industry partners I've worked with successfully in the past and say, do you have anyone to refer to me? Now, I will, again, admit, to me, initially, it felt desperate, right? It was like, oh, well, I mean, I should be booked solid for years on end, decades, and everyone else is. Well, of course, that's not the case, right? We are human. Everybody ebbs and flows in their schedule. The designers I've been talking to, the ones that have very few jobs, they were almost embarrassed to tell me. I was like, good Lord, do not be embarrassed. This is something that is normal. Projects ebb and flow. And this one woman, she worked alone. I said, and think about it. How many projects could you possibly take on before you consider yourself, quote, swamped? And she's like, well, maybe like two renovation projects and maybe two or three decorating projects. I said, okay, so five? And she's like, yeah. I said, okay, not 50, not 10, not even seven. She's like, no, no, I could never handle that much work. I said, okay, let's put it in perspective. So you're telling me that you need five projects to feel, quote, swamped. And, you know, I don't like terms like that. But anyway, got the point across. And she's like, well, I already have two. I said, okay, so then you're really only looking for three projects. She's like, oh, that actually sounds more manageable. I said, exactly. So you've got to really take a step back. It's time. It's the beginning of the year. Look at your schedule and say, how much work do I really need? And frankly, how much work can I really realistically take on? And then work backwards from that number. Okay. So like I said, I have finally changed my mindset and I am very comfortable emailing industry partners, whether that's an architect or a contractor or a realtor and say, do you have someone for me? Now, Okay, do I really write that? And, you know, is that my subject line? Do you have someone to refer to me? No, of course not, right? I will ease them into it and say, you know, happy new year or, you know, touching base or what have you for it to obviously be pertinent enough for them to open it within reason. I mean, these are, again, people that I have a familiarity with and a working relationship with in the past. And then I tell them the truth. I will say I have a very big project that's wrapping up in a month or two. I have a space in my calendar for another large project. I really enjoyed, you know, partnering with you on the Jones project in Pennsylvania last year, blah, 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 some sort of, you know, pertinent details about how well that you worked together and say, I'm just looking to see if you have any clients that need that type of service. Now, Don't get me wrong. I'm not expecting an instant reply going, oh, thank God you reached out, Renee. I didn't know who to refer to, but now that you've reached out, the job is yours, right? Now, that obviously would be a dream, but not as likely to happen. So here's what I've heard in the past. One, I have heard actually, hey, I do have a project. It won't be in a month. It'll be in four months. What's your calendar look like then? Okay, that's fair. Another response I got was, I don't have anything right now. I will keep you in mind. I also enjoyed working on the Jones project with you. And guess what? That architect did circle back to me. I think it was about you know six months later. Okay, that still worked. One email, got that job six months later. 
And then lastly, I will get responses to, I wish I had a project. I'm pretty slow right now. Do you have anyone to refer to me? Because once you admit that you have time in your schedule, it's a safe space for others to say the same. And we are all in a creative industry and that ebb and flow process happens. And especially with economies and potential recessions and supply chain issues and housing market shortages, everything is sort of at play right now. So frankly, it is a great time to put yourself out there and say, I'd like to work with you again. And here's an opportunity I have in my schedule. Now, again, do not be offended, and I know this is challenging, if you don't hear back from them. I think it's fair to follow up again, and if you don't hear back from them again, then you put them on a list of saying, I will reach out to them again, but not right now. But that is one of the best and most solid and proven ways of getting more renovation management work. Let's review. You must educate people that this is something you do. You cannot assume people will think an interior designer can run a renovation management project of any size. You just can't. And again, on a personal note, once I started this podcast, I had friends in the area who I have known the majority of my life and certainly the last 20 years I've been living here come up to me anywhere, actually, any social event or if they bumped into me at the grocery store and said, oh my God, I had no idea you did that, Renee. Okay, so shame on me. You know, I will admit that. But that's my point. I had been doing it solidly for 20 years. But again, I was keeping my head down, doing my work, raising my kids, being a wife, trying to have a life of my own. And it never occurred to me to share everything I do with everybody I see. Now, I don't bore people. I don't drive them out and to discuss this, you know, part of my career. But it is a common topic now. It's something I'm very comfortable discussing. And there is not a single person I talk to about it that isn't fascinated to hear more. I want you to try it. I know you will find the same results that I did. And it does work. Now, it's a slow drip when you're just talking to friends and family and, you know, acquaintances and colleagues. But it does work. Second point, you must... Create and lean on industry partners. They are a critical component and an extremely valuable partner to bring you new work. But again, you have to assume they do not see you in the role of renovation management. Even if they are already referring you, like this designer's realtor friend, Brenda, they assume you decorate until you educate them otherwise. And then lastly, I highly recommend reaching out to And I forgot to mention past clients. They're fantastic. But again, they have a smaller reach typically than your industry partners that you worked with in the past. But reach out to them. Touch base with a client. Hey, how's your kitchen working out? Or are you still hosting those huge Sunday night family suppers? You know, those are the kinds of personal questions that bring back the project to the top of mind for the client and say something along the lines of, This project was wonderful. If you ever have any other needs or your friends, family, or colleagues have renovation management needs, I hope you keep me in mind. That is standard operating procedure in marketing. It's just we're interior designers. We've got our heads down, focused on the work, and we don't always think that way. But if you keep your head down too long, your luck will run out 
and your pipeline will dry up. And I don't want that for any of you. One, it brings in so much stress, anxiety. You start taking on projects you shouldn't, you know, all sorts of rabbit hole issues that we've talked about in the past. So please take this opportunity. It's the beginning of the year. And especially if you're slow, you have the time now to dedicate to marketing. Get those copies set up with realtors. Get in and try to educate an architect or two. Talk to contractors. Talk to the trades that you've been working with. Put it in their head that you are available for future renovation projects and how you can bring value to a project and support the team as a fellow team member. And I know that you will have a pipeline filled with work after you put in the efforts that we just discussed. So I know that was a lot. I hope you actually all took some notes and I hope it really inspired you to reach out to some realtors or an architect and, you know, don't do it all in one week. That would be very overwhelming. But maybe this week you start generating industry partner leads list, right? Start with a cold, a warm and a hot. Cold is you've never met them, but you think that they have good connections, warm. They sort of know you. They probably know you as a decorator probably don't know you as a renovation management expert, reach out to them. And hot, anyone you've worked with in the past. Those are the people that should be on that list. Now, if you're anything like me, I tend to blend those, right? I don't hit all my cold at once because that can be a little defeating. Because let's be honest, a cold call is the hardest one to make. So maybe you start with a hot, then you move to a warm. You dip into a cold one or two, and you jump right back into a warm to get that confidence boosted back up, right? But that is an important role that you need to take on in your daily, weekly, monthly business. So I'm going to end this episode with a reminder. If you want a free 20-minute call with me, all I ask is that you rate, review the podcast, take a screenshot, email it to me. You will get on my calendar. We will have a call. We can talk about this and anything else that's going on in your business. I can't tell you enough how rewarding those calls have been for me and how many designers have left those calls with a to-do list that they're excited to take on. So I hope to talk to many of you soon. In the meantime, I can't thank you enough for your time today, and I look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening today, and feel free to join me on social media at Davinia Design in order to stay up to date on the latest happenings in my construction world. There is more detailed information on my website for my signature courses for both homeowners and designers, as well as other material to help guide you through a successful renovation project. Make sure to follow my podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a tip. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the word, leave a review and tell your friends who are starting or are mid project. And thank you again for listening today.